Welcome back to the Sudra's podcast. In the previous episode, we heard how Mata Murbahi was upset that her son Sudra didn't get the title of Guru. How she left Giridhpur, but then was persuaded by Pai Panna to come back to Giridhpur with her son Sudra Guru Hargobind then asked Sudra what he desired in life, if he wanted to be Guru. He said that he only desired Sikhi, and Guru Hargobind was extremely pleased by this and blessed him greatly. Surajmal then relayed this blessing to his mother, Mata Marwahi, who was then calmed down only slightly. So now chapter 55 begins, speaking how Mata Marwahi was a little bit more content after hearing about the blessings that Guru Hargobind gave Surajmal, but still she had anxiety in her heart, which could not be cooled. She was a little upset that the wrong decision was made that her son would remain empty now without anything after Guru Hargobind passes. So day and night she was just wrapped up in this anxiety. Guru Hargobind's other wife, Mata Nanaki, also had a great desire in her heart. She also was very worried. She was thinking that her son is very humble and doesn't know how to do any work. He just remains intoxicated in meditation and has a very soft disposition. So her son being Teg Bahadur, Guru Teg Bahadur. He's never accepted or engaged with the ways of the world for work. He never meets with the Masans, the community leaders, to talk to them. Only a few out of the congregation recognize his profound depth. Only a few bow down to the young Teg Bahadur, just like how they would to Guru Hargobind. But otherwise, he always just stays to himself, remaining absorbed in meditation. He doesn't do any work at all. So Mata Nanaki was thinking about this and about her son in this way. And when Guru Hargobind was about to eat, then she went and sat beside her husband and to tell him about her worries. And she said, We have only ever had one support. Whatever we desired, with great grace, you've bestowed upon us. We've never, ever been in need of anything. You've always given us everything we have desired. But after you pass, what will happen to my son, Teg Bahadur? He has never done any work in his life. He keeps a very detached disposition and doesn't meet and chat with anyone. You know very well his disposition and you have desired to leave him with nothing after you pass away. So tell me, who should we serve now? You've given great praise to his grandkids. How do you think they'll maintain relationships now? Your eldest grandson, Tirmal, he's kept the Grand Sahib in Kartarpur, and your younger grandson, you've placed him on the throne here. Guru Hargobind heard this and explained to Matananaki, saying, Remove all this anxiety from your heart. In the world, the Guru's sons will be worshipped. Six will bring to them many offerings and donations. The Bahadur and the other sons will have the support of all the Sikh congregations. They'll understand that it is their best, that it is in their best interest to serve them, and they will. So in this manner, Guru Hargobind explained in a number of ways to Mata Nanaki, but she still didn't calm down at all. Day and night, she would be wrapped up in this anxiety. She would constantly pray to the previous Guru, saying, Oh Guru Nanak, 
Please help me so that my son receives great glory. You are the honor of the honorless. You are the powerful protector to the weak. Please bless my son with some savviness so my son, who just remains intoxicated in divine meditation, so we will have a way in the world after Guru Hargobind passes away. Please help him. So for many days, Mata Nanaki had this in her mind. And many days passed like this, with Guru Hararai sitting on the throne. But every day, Mata Nanaki would tell Guru Hargobind about her worries. She was in anguish. She was just really taken away with her worries and anxiety. She made no headway in convincing Guru Hargobind at all. And she felt that she was left with no support. Her heart was on fire with anxiety. And she was thinking improper thoughts that, you know, does my son not possess the power as my husband, Guru Hargobind? He's given all the glory to his grandsons and yet he's kept everything from his sons. So one day Guru Hargobind, the great warrior, was on his way to eat. He was in a really good mood. He was really extremely happy. He would walk so gracefully like an elephant. He had an amazingly massive physique. It was just glorious, his stroll. He got to the residence and sat down. He was given a plate with some really fine rice that a cook had made with great skill. And in the plate there was sweet and salty foods. A servant came first to wash the Guru's hand before eating. And in seeing this opportunity, then Mata Nanaki went there and sat close to Guru Hargobind after bowing down. Guru Hargobind was eating his food very slowly when Mata Nanaki clasped her hands together and said, O cherisher of the poor, I only have one request, and tell me at your pleasure. But my youngest son, Teg Bahadur, I have so many worries about him. What will he do in the future? He doesn't know how to do any type of work. Where should we reside? How will we earn a living? You've given great strength to your grandsons, who are now leaders in Kartarpur and Kirtpur, but you have not given anything to, you, to my son. Tirmal has created a great conflict with us, and he won't let us enter Kartarpur now. And here in Kirtpur, Guru Hararai will sit on the throne. You've given the blessing to Surajmal that his lineage will increase greatly in the future, and at some point, his descendants will sit on the throne and that there won't be any poverty in their house. So why have you not given the title of Guru to my son? He's always been obedient to you. He's never touched uh, any of the vices like arrogance, even by mistake. Without the title of Guru and without any savviness, no one will recognize him as important. What Sikh will come and give him offerings? I look at my son, son and I am just distraught that he, he will have nothing left after you pass away. We'll just be sitting in poverty looking at, at your grandson with all this wealth. Why are you not compassionate to your son? Why don't you make him guru like you are? Guru Hargama was listening to all of this while he was eating and he thought in his mind, she has little faith. So he finished his food, he had a drink of water, he cleaned his mouth with water before saying, have some fortitude, Nanaki. Your son is worthy in all aspects. Even without the title of Guru, now he is the same as Guru, and all the world will worship him. This didn't help, and Mata Nanaki just burst into tears here. And as she was crying, she said to Guru Hargobind, there's been no happiness in our fortune. 
Look, my eldest son, Atalurai, he left this world after listening to your command. And I feel the same way with young Teg Bahadur, that we will have just pain in our life. We cannot live here anymore, so it might be better that we just die, maybe tonight or maybe tomorrow morning. But I don't think dying after you would, be, would make any sense. It's best that we die right now. Mata Nanaki said these type of things before Guru Hargobind was finally convinced. And in the Guru's mind, he thought, having a big family is just like being entangled in a noose. She just doesn't understand at all. So Guru Hargobind then cleaning his hands with a small cloth, he folded it up and he threw it in Nanaki's lap. And he said with some anger, that title of Guru which you desire so greatly, well, take it. You have convinced me. And he will receive the title of Guru and will, will be praised greatly. But it will come with a great cost and pain that he must endure. There will be countless problems that arise. And he will have to endure great troubles that cannot be stopped. He will take on these pains and troubles. And he will bear the pain. And his son too will be a great Guru as well. He will have to endure great pain just like his father. Listening to this, Mata Nanaki then took the cloth from her lap and she touched it on her head. She clasped her hands together and bowed down to Guru Hargobind. She was thankful that her son would be Guru one day as well. So she went home and told her son Teg Bahadur all about it. Teg Bahadur didn't care at all though. He didn't care if he was given respect or he was disrespected. His mind was always just in one dress, one flavor, one focus with the divine. So this is how chapter 55 concludes. And in the next chapter, we'll hear the blessings that Guru Hargobind gives onto Guru Hararai. So that's where we'll pick up next time. But as always, we'd like to thank those who have been contributing to the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page. Oh, oh, oh.